0: look who decided to show sorry i'm late a wizard is never late you're a slacker you are causing
1: a major disturbance on my time if i don't leave now i'll be late for being early you're late
0: i generally come in at least 15 minutes late
1: if you ain't first you're last now the early show later with karis and jeremy from 1027 the peak let's hit it to win it Check it, check one, two levels, levels. levels how are, are you? Good. All levels right.
0: Was it uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? In the very beginning, you know, the guys would be singing it, and they'd be like, "What do they say? Let's hit it a cappella." I feel like that's how they start, something like
1: that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of sounds familiar.
0: Hit it a cappella. Doom bop. Doom bidim. Boom bum. Boom bop. Yes. Yes. That was a time, man. Eh? Carmen <laughs> San Diego.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. Do you remember? Did you ever play that video game on floppy disk at your school oh, in sure. the computer for lab? Sure. Yes. Yeah. We that was a too. great
0: one. Let's learn about geography together. You're yes. Like, oh, where panda bears. You're like, oh my God, Carmen's in China. <laughs> You're too slow. <laughs> in another land of bears. Koala bears. You're like, Phew, trick question. Not a bear.
1: <laughs> Not actually. A Gotta care. wake up
0: earlier than that, Carmen.
1: <laughs> and I remember those actual like floppy. Do you remember those floppy disks oh, that yeah. you put into the computer and you could bend them?
0: Bend them, yeah. Yeah. You'd throw them against the wall, still work. Yeah. So, sort of like a VHS. <laughs>
1: kind of. Exactly. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good ever, every time. Uh, this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis.
0: It's literally one o'clock somewhere. It is totally. <laughs> when you're podcasting
1: the truth. I'm Jeremy. Welcome. The truth never sleeps, Jeremy. And this here on episode 124 of the Early Show Later, it's called Toes and Throats because we're talking about body parts.
0: Yeah, we're doing that for the for the main chunk of the podcast. We will briefly uh, dive into the wonderful world of uh, award shows. Uh, you know, we're not going to pretend that Kara and I are big award show watchers, but we understand that there was a time and a place for them, and some people do enjoy them. So we'll talk about it. Yeah, two people who don't care. We'll talk about it.
1: <laughs> two people who don't generally care about award shows. You know what? I used to care about we'll award shows. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. We will have our takes.
0: It stuff all seemed a lot more important when when you're younger. I yes. Feel.
1: Yeah, I mean w- when I was. Uh, thirteen I loved watching the Oscars and And I loved all of the one
0: seemed to matter.
1: Totally. And
0: and your pick winning mattered.
1: Yes, and and now I it just none of it seems to really matter all that much, and I don't know if that's just because there's so much more information about all the things wrong with the world that I'm like, pfft, award shows. Who gives a fuck? because
0: well, it, it doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter I to know. be a nerd for it. Like it doesn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to be like that for a lot of things. I'd be like, man, let me. I don't know. Know every band. Let me know every record. Of, Pearl Jam's discography and then you're just like none of that matters
1: no exactly and I don't know if that's so much a function of us maturing and becoming older
0: I want to believe that
1: or is it that along with
0: we're in a world hellscape
1: we're in a world hellscape full of so much information a lot of it horrible and a lot of it really hard to try and digest and make sense of that when it comes to award shows it's like sorry like cool movie but I don't really care
0: yeah, I think part of it is like you know we will we we'll, we'll talk about it briefly in the bit. It's like the stuff that I do kind of mat that like does interest me in like a I don't know, a car crash sort of way is what they don't show. You know we were talking about that with like a like I think with the Super Bowl parties right. Remember and we were like oh Drake Super Bowl party Kodak Black got shot and at uh, Justin Bieber's party or maybe I'm getting him backwards at Justin Bieber's party Kodak Black got shot and at Drake's party. Uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra were there and her ex showed up and you're just like cool like film
1: that <laughs> yeah know, like, that stuff sounds more interesting chaotic than you know
0: reality TV
1: yeah than watching somebody walk on a red carpet and pose for a bunch of cameras I don't even
0: know you know what if, if like Power of the Dog which is the movie you turned me on to on uh, Netflix Yep. doesn't sweep, then I, you know, I, I won't know any of it. <laughs> A few of the movies, I'll be like, oh, I remember when the Danimal told me about that one. Dan's yep. pretty good. Dan's usually like, even when he does the reviews, he's like, oh yeah, that's Oscar Catnip. You know, he just knows. Yeah, he's like, oh, that one. And it, he's often right about that. Exactly. Not always who wins. He might not, but he's like, oh, that'll be nominated. He just knows. Yeah, he's and like, this was made to win an award. This was made to take your money. And in very. Sp- very small cases it was made to win an award and take and your money.
1: take your money at the same time yeah yeah those the, are
0: the truly special films
1: yes those are really oh titanic
0: yeah but those you know what i days. mean that's the time where everyone <laughs> high fives at the corner suite you know <laughs> yeah like, oh, totally. we made a billion dollars
1: and got a trophy what, what? <laughs>
0: Normally yeah. we have to buy the script from the weirdo down the street that <laughs> hasn't showered in a while to get our award <laughs> movie <laughs> anyway, we're going to riff about it more later.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. It's like, I don't care about award
0: shows 12 minutes later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you more about how I don't care. I am that person, why. and
0: I'm not sorry. You can't bully me on Pink Shirt Day about that. All right, let's go.
1: Death Cab for Cutie. On 102.7 The Peak, good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 623, only a high of one degree expected today, mix of sun and cloud. Uh, Tonight, we could get a 40% chance of flurries, I guess, minus five tonight. It's going to be chilly for the next couple days, uh, but especially today. Coldest day, so hopefully you are somewhere warm. Last night at dinner, Jeremy, we were having a family discussion about the Finnish cross-country skier at the Olympics who had the frozen penis.
0: Yeah, that ended up at our dinner table conversation as well.
1: (laughs) That was also part of your dinner conversation.
0: Yeah, it started with the little dude being like... Ethan got frostbite during lunchtime? And we're like, no, he didn't.
1: (laughs) No, no. It wasn't that
0: cold. Well, Ethan got a little bit of frostbite. And I said, let me tell you kids a story about
1: (laughs) About extreme temperatures. Yes.
0: And my wife was like, that is not appropriate dinner conversation. But I had already gave just enough of a tease working in the biz, right? The kids were like, nope, need to know the story.
1: Oh, you hooked me, Dad.
0: Yeah, so I said, a Finnish cross-country skier. Froze his penis, Karis and I talked about on the radio. And I'm like, what does that mean? I said, well, you know, when you get your hands cold and they warm up and it hurts. And then everyone was like, oh. oh and I yeah. said, now enjoy your kebabs.
1: <laughs> now just
0: eat those kebabs.
1: Just imagine that in other parts of your body. Yes. Yes. So it did come up. Yeah, that's I think that's quite special that we both had dinner conversations about the frozen finished penis. That's (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) Uh, So but then, you know, for us, it then morphed into a conversation of, you know, pros and cons of various body parts.
0: Yeah, I guess to be honest, when we talked about it yesterday, it happened off air where you went, man, if uh, my bits froze. It'd be a bigger problem.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, it was one of those moments reading that story. I was like, whew, I'm glad all my, my sensitive bits are on the inside. You're like the one time. Yeah, exactly. The one time I'm happy that all my sensitive bits are on the inside. You know, it's kind of a, a bonus, right? They stay warmer in there. If they're hanging out, they can get frostbite. Um, and so this was part of our dinner discussion. And so then we were just kind of running down body parts and, you know, Pros and cons, and so for debate club, we figure that this this is a. I think this is a very worthwhile debate to so have.
0: So it began with your conversation with an eight and ten year old about, well, if you have a penis, it could freeze. Yeah, that's a con. con. That's a con. Okay, and then you explain to them. Um, women and and what is happening with their bits down there and and some of the cons
1: yes exactly like for instance i find generally having a uterus is a con
0: yeah so generally. what, did, what did the kids think of that <laughs>
1: they thought they they were they were interested to know more uh and i mean i talk about my body parts a lot with them so i'm yeah. kind of used to this um, but then I was telling them about, you know, and and I think even did they mention the period or I mentioned the period, you know, because that's really the big con. It's like this constant thing that happens when you're not making babies and it's really annoying and it's a huge con. And it
0: happens every
1: month. And it happens every month. And then my one my one son looked at me and he's like, well, well, you know, when does it happen? And I said, well, it happens every month. Like it's happening actually right now. And he's like, What? You mean like right now while I'm talking to you? Right now? It's like, yeah, literally right now, my period is happening. It's happening right now. And
0: then you tell them to head down and enjoy your lasagna.
1: <laughs> and he did he kinda had a look. He like looked at my chair. He's like <laughs> And he looked back at me. He's like, Really? Right now? It's like, Oh yeah, man. I you know, I've I've got absorbent materials that keep it from going onto the chair. But you know, if I didn't, then yeah, it would be I'd be I'd be on my pants. It'd, it'd be, be on the mess. furniture. It'd be all over the place. And so his, his mind was kind of he's like, oh wow, wow, okay, okay, yeah, I get that, mom. That's a con. Yeah. I, I can see where you're going. So debate club. Debate club. We've got um the the most annoying body part to have. And everybody's going to feel differently about this. And maybe, maybe the most annoying body part for you to have is not even on the list. But we have to come up with a short list. We have to go
0: with the short list.
1: So we've got on here the most annoying body part to have: uterus, breasts, penis, two left feet.
0: Okay, I like that. But
1: you know, I mean, like the, that's. We can only put four things up there.
0: Your mileage may vary. Yes. Uh, And your takes, of course, always welcome, 281-027. Best take today, uh, or not best, but one we randomly choose, uh, will be to uh, see Chris Rock, October 21st at Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center. So if you text the show and we read you on the radio, uh, you're in the draw. You call the show, 281-027, and uh, you're in the draw for the Chris Rock ticket. Speed is of (laughs) the essence.
1: The killers, Mr. Brightside. Ah, that's a beauty. On 1027 The Peak, just like this day is beautiful. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show with Karis and Jeremy. 806. We're talking about the most annoying body part on Debate Club today, inspired by the Finnish Olympic skier who uh, froze his bits during his uh, Olympic race there. And so on our Debate Club poll at The Peak on Twitter, we've got uh, uterus as an option, penis, breasts two left feet, uh, uterus currently winning. But, you know, write in your vote because there are other body parts that are very annoying for various reasons. Jen texted us, 604-280-1027. Anybody who writes in a vote entered into a draw for Chris Rock tickets. Chris Rock is going to be at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center on October 21st. And Jen texted in, does body hair count? Because if so, anything below the nose... Because nose hair serves a purpose. No, Jen keeps it tight. Yeah, totally. For sure. Uh, Andy says the funny bone. That thing hurts like a beep when you hit it.
0: (laughs) Neil also talks about hair, but in a a very particular spot. Yep. Okay, fair enough.
1: (laughs) Yep, definitely. Uh, Cindy says I have back spasms. Gotta say the wonky back
0: very annoying. And people calling in their takes as well, 281 on seven.
1: Brian, do you have a most annoying body part?
0: Uh, yeah, for me, it's my baby toe on my left foot.
1: Yeah, what's annoying about it?
0: Um, For some reason, my nail grows funny and it gets really pointy on the outside edge and it catches on blankets and socks.
1: I hate that. I know. I know what you mean.
0: You are speaking some truths. (laughs) Yeah, and it'll catch in the middle of the night where I can't unhook it with my foot, (laughs) so I have to reach down. That is so annoying.
1: Call or text Harris and Jeremy 604 280 1027. Well, I'm just calling to say my most annoying body part is my esophagus. What what happened? It's part of your throat and part of your swallowing, and it just causes you to choke on anything. <laughs> yeah, and is your esophagus acting up? Is it not doing what it's supposed to be doing? It's not. No, I've had two surgeries on it, and they have to put a balloon in there and expand it more so that you can actually swallow properly. My husband has the same problem. He has to sleep with a wedge pillow, if you can believe it. He's almost sitting up. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Totally the most annoying body
0: part. <laughs> we need like a cybernetic solution, some sort of cyborg, cyborg creation that would allow uh, this to be. Yeah, work exactly.
1: For you. Like maybe right? replace your esophagus with like a robot esophagus. <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> well, people often complain that the Oscars, the award shows in general, are too long, and they are listening to us, I think, in the hopes of staying. Uh, Solvent and relevant.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the Oscars are kind of the last big entertainment style award show that I think really people still kind of care about. I mean, that being said, I think the Junos here in Canada still are Paid attention to.
0: Sorry, which one? Which
1: one? <laughs> the Junos. I've never heard of it. No, okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so one um, the Oscars. so one the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I but, love Cardinalo
0: Fishshell. Are right? you kidding me? Number one's right? a jam to this day.
1: Exactly. Um, so they're trying. They're trying to make the Oscars not this long, drawn out, bloated. You know, blah blah blah. How long can we take to watch everybody walk in? Blah blah blah. So they're getting rid of some of, some of the awards, or they're, they're not really getting rid of it. They're kind just of
0: kind they're cutting eight. And I was like, well, what's left? Like they already to me don't show that many. It's like a nonstop montage of things. And then every so often they're like, oh, yeah, best actor. You know what I mean? Then they move on to things. So I was like, what's left? Best actor, best actress, director, best film.
1: Yeah, th- feels those, like
0: that's what's left for the live show.
1: Well, and those are generally the one that ones that most people of the, the general public who cares seem to care about.
0: So, like, just go all the way. Just go full throttle. Those four awards, 30 minutes in and out, and then everything else is just extra. Just, like, you can tune into the red carpet for seven hours before.
1: If that's your thing. Yeah,
0: and for a lot of people, that is their thing. That that's what they're interested in. So I'd just be, like, the red carpet show. Just would be, like, beautiful people dressing in outrageous fashions that you'll never be able to afford. Seven-hour production.
1: Yeah, and then for people thirty-minute really award that, show. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Boom, boom, boom.
0: The, and yep. then and then I want uh, and then I want the post-show drama breakdowns. That's but that's after.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That's not actually something that is generally very available, but I think that's something they could really flush out.
0: Yeah, like put some cameras in the after-show parties. Yes. Like, go to Drake's house in Justin Bieber's house. I don't want to read about the shenanigans. I want to be there.
1: Where are the camera? Why are there no cameras there?
0: That's what it should be. So, just four words, bang, bang, bang. For most of us, that's probably enough. I think so. Okay, we'll call that a, a podcast
1: today. We will. And in the battle of the Frito Lay versus Loblaws, you know, we have a source of Frito Lay Lays. Potato chips that right. nobody else has. they have the
0: last chips in the whole country.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So Frito-Lay and Loblaws having a go at each other over inflation. Loblaws wants to stay laser focused on low prices when it comes to chips. I'm like, who's the laser focused on low prices person at Loblaws? They should work for the Ministry of Housing. Yeah. Their talents are being wasted. It's like you're going to mm-hmm. go to war against Frito-Lay uh, over the price of potato chips why don't you go to war over the price of fresh fruits and vegetables
1: yeah that Let's would be great get to
0: work blah blah it's like yes who cares what the price of it? The frito lays wants to be like uh, chips are twelve dollars a bag let them be twelve to- let them be twelve dollars a bag who cares
1: yeah we we need the the
0: food food because food, food.
1: sorry potato chips are not like that nutritious thank
0: you for thinking of us but yes chips but, are great but chips the, are great we you know chips. We lower, have lower
1: prices on the food food would be even better
0: yeah anyway i, I guess see w- weird uh, a weird place to hold the line you know yeah <laughs> we, we have the lowest prices of <laughs> mainstream mass-produced chips uh but we have some
1: we do, We've, and they're cool flavors. They're uh, cucumber and chicken and tomato, and you would have your choice. So you can tweet at us at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, Hog, H-O-G-G, and let us know uh, what your most annoying body part is or why the Oscars are irrelevant.
0: I'm going to add some Mrs. Vicky's chips to our Hutch too for chips, so that way they can be like cucumber, chicken and tomato, or Miss Vicky's. Because when we talked on the radio about it, it didn't make the podcast. We were like, is Miss
1: Vicky's part of Frito-Lay?
0: We weren't sure. We thought, man, I thought
1: not. But it totally
0: is. Apparently it is. is. But Miss Vicky, Vicky was a real person. Her and her husband, Bill, went to like, you know, the chip festival in rural Ontario in like 1987. Their chips were so good, sold out. They began making chips and become a phenomenon. And I guess maybe I'm too young to really remember but maybe a people of the late '80s, early '90s, vintage are like, "Yeah, man, Miss Vicky's chips dominated rural Ontario in the late '80s, early '90s." Hmm. But then purchased by Frito Lay's hostess. Ah. Uh, '93. Uh, okay. Right around the same time, all the grunge bands were selling out. Yeah. Miss Vicky sold out.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Say lovey. I wonder
0: if the because uh, her what is it malt vinegar salt and vinegar chips, those are good. I mean, all of the chips she makes are good.
1: I do really enjoy the Miss Vicky's chips. But you know what? There are also lots of uh, local brand chips that are very good too. Pardon?
0: I wonder if it changed a lot. Like I wonder if I could go in a time machine and eat Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar chip 1989.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting. And you know what? I'm sure. There's no way that you can take what was a...
0: Like a hard mom bite, and right? Pop, that's that's exact, a local chip company. Yeah, Hard
1: Bite is a local chip company, which I don't think is owned by a large food conglomerate. I'm not entirely sure,
0: but I find out, Mr. Hard Bite did sell out.
1: Yes, um, but I would think that the mom and pop original, old school, made in your kitchen Vicky potato chip, Bill, Vicky and Bill's original recipe, I'm sure, would be better than what you can buy today because. Bottom line is, whenever it is purchased by a large food conglomerate and it is made on mass, mass produced, it loses something. There's always something that is lost in that process. You cannot tell me differently. It's not it's not possible. You can't do mass production and not lose some of the integrity of what made it so magical in the first place.
0: Man, if I had a time machine, that's where I'm going now. Next time we're doing debate club, you get a time machine, where are you going? People are like dinosaurs, Roman times, whatever. I'm going, like, I'm going, nineteen eighty seven. Northern Ontario Chip Festival. I'm going to taste Miss Vicky's and Bill's original. Like what? One? What got this thing going?
1: You're going to rock up to their stall, 1987, as your yeah. as your 42 year old self right now.
0: Yeah, wearing an ugly tie, doing yeah. a ton of cocaine. I'm going to go in there, real <laughs> 80s style. Very, you know, Miami Vice type shirt.
1: Oh classic. And then you will, I'm sure your hair would be blown back by yes. the magic of the, magic. the original My cell Miss phone Vicky's. the
0: size of a large backpack. Yeah. It's be great. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Anyway, we don't have the Miss Vicky's chips yet, but uh, chips are on the line.
1: That's right. With
0: your tweet. Alright, I guess we'll call it a podcast guys. Thanks for being part of the show. Bye. Okay, see ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.